Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles and the strike team is going in. I'm David Knight, your Dungeon Master, and I'm joined by the Invisibility Brigade. So say hi, everyone. You can't hear hi, us. Hi, but very invisible. quiet. Snake, yeah. snake, snake. <laughs> badger, 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 um, badger. Is everybody nervous about tonight? Anyone no. nervous? Um, Excited and terrified. So nervous. so nervous. No, nothing could possibly go wrong. Should we find out if everything's going to go to plan? We know it's, it's going to go exactly to plan. <laughs> now, we're going to rub the lion's nose. that's the exact thing you need to do Um, we'll see if that works it sounds like such a euphemism (laughs) (laughs) well as we all yeah conjure that image in our brains let's cue the theme tune A party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D Your haggard characters swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must But even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blaze don't fail your saves. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is your story. No guts, no glory. Confront your fate with every roll. Every Inside one who will pay the price Their chance of success will rest upon the dice No risk too great, no choice too bold This is no small rolls So, realising that they may have told a shapeshifter their entire plan Gwendolyn and Juna inform Kasula Who quickly interrogates the household Believing the infiltrator to have fled, Kasula and Gwendolyn bolster the security of De Romanet House and Juna transforms Ruana into a hound to sniff out any intruders. Then, exhausted and not knowing what else to do, Juna tattooed Gwendolyn and they both fell into an uneasy sleep. 
Having been let out of the consortium prism, Gaius, Orin, and Enkidu headed to rejoin their party, passing Chargelt Hall for one final check. They brought some morning pastries, and when they did eventually reach the Romanet house, Enkidu accidentally triggered the new defenses, narrowly <laughs> avoiding them and keeping the pastries safe in the process. Reunited, Gwendolyn and Juna explained to the others all that had happened and theorized that it may have been the faceless footman disguised as Kasula. The Abracadlad lads, on the other hand, mentioned nothing about their escapades, only that they'd been unsuccessful in acquiring blueprints. With time against them, a quick plan of action was formed and the group headed out into Newford Park. After parking their cart, a Hex member barged past, reminding them of the deadline. Hiding in a bush, you all debated the best time to strike, and when the time was right, you prepared your spells, ate your bonbons, and darted through a distracted crowd into the garden of Chargelt Hall. And that's where we pick it up. Yeah. <sighs> Do you know what song we have not made advantage of? Shake your bomb bomb, shake your bomb bomb, shake your bomb bomb. <laughs> so, uh, everybody's invisible. Everybody has taken your, your 10 minutes divination protection, uh, magical immunity, essentially. Um, Orin has got detect invisibility up. Is that what yes. it's called? You can see invisibility. Yes. See invisibility. Uh, Gwendolyn has the spare bonbons because you had one left of each. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, who had the pocket watch to keep time of stuff? I'm going to, if Guy is happy, I'm going to take it from Guy just as, as that would go in. As Orin suddenly realises that without seeing visibility, no one can probably see the pocket watch unless he has it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Guy will feel a hand rummage, like go for his pocket and like immediately grasp at the, <laughs> at the wrist. And assume he, because he can't see who it is, he'll assume it's someone, a friend. Just give a gentle squeeze and just keep a gentle hold on the wrist, just so that way he knows where someone is. Sounds so suspect. <laughs> hey man, if you, if you're a pickpocketer, you gotta know how it feels to be pickpocketed. Yeah, <laughs> gotta know what a hand in your pocket feels like. Yep. Oh. 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 <laughs> so you've rushed in. The garden is, um, you've all seen it. It's got low bushes, flower beds, um, sort of in a nice pattern around around the space. It's about 60 feet from the wall to the house. Uh, the lion, uh, the rearing lion statue is, is about 30 feet in and is sort of in the center of a path that splits. There's, a lo- there's lots of like gravel type paths throughout this, uh, all of these flower beds. Ooh, stunning. Um, ooh, stunning. Oh, <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it's lovely, a lovely place. It's very well kept. You assume magically, as you've not seen a gardener. Uh, what are you doing, David? We've gone through the archway. Mm-hmm. We're in. We've got gravel on the ground. Tomorrow. We're in tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We're in tomorrow. <laughs> Can I just? <laughs> We're in tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> what I would love to do is pick up a single piece of gravel. Yep. And I would like to chuck it low. If no one is like, no one's looking at the entrance, I assume, in sort of a hugely noticeable way outside. There's still a distraction. Ruana's barking about. Um, yeah, there's still a little bit of argument because of Enkidu's little gust that, that caught someone's skirt and all the rest of it. Yeah, still some distraction as you've just run in. I would like to chuck a little bit of gravel through the archway back into the outside world and see if it gets through the barrier. It does. Quite quite easily sails through the, the barrier, bounces across the floor, is kicked by somebody's foot. So we can get out through the barrier without having the magical uh, suppression on. Yeah, good shout. Well done. Nice. But isn't not a silent alarm that detects something go through? So have you not triggered it just now? 
We don't know. <laughs> is this is a character conversation or a, a meta question? Uh, uh, What's going I, on? I, 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 I funny. No one that. knows Orin's done that. Uh, Nobody oh, knows no, Orin's no, done oh, that. Yeah, you're invisible, so I don't know. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! Well, surely, surely we all saw a stone just like throw itself back at them. Anyway, well, if I you weren't looking. looking. But also, if, if it looking has at the house, triggered an alarm, it has triggered an alarm. If like, a bit of gravel triggers an alarm... Is it a good alarm? Did it really fall? Did it really fall? If a bit of gravel triggers it, then a butterfly will trigger it. Then... Butterfly effect. A bee will trigger it. Mechanically or not. Yeah. And a person uh, or also, a Also, when Orin was looking at <laughs> it with his um, uh, goggles before, it was also fast-moving things and stuff like that, I think I remember David saying. So, also might just be about going through it. At a gentle pace, who knows? We'll find out on the other side, maybe. We'll find out, but we've potentially <laughs> That's got That's really, enough. really clever, That's Ben, clever. though. We're coming up to the um, uh, lion now, I presume. Uh-huh. Yeah, I yeah. mean, obviously, we didn't know what he was doing. Gwendolyn would have been going straight for the lion because mm-hmm. time is of the essence. Yeah. And yeah. The only, yeah, for, for apart from Oren, who can obviously see the four of you, uh, the only sense that you've got that anybody is near you is the crunch of gravel as you're kind of walking in. It's not particularly loud. I can't imagine that you're doing it in like a, a stealthy way as possible and, and trying got, to keep um, your feet what you call it pass on without us. a trace. Pass without a trace. Exactly. Um, but it's, yeah, literally just the small shifting of, of, of gravel under, underfoot and like the occasional crunch that lets each of you just cue in that somebody We're is stood close. near you. Yeah. <laughs> are you three all holding hands as well or something? Or are you three doing your own thing? Me and, if me and I Gaia... Think- we're not holding hands, but we're okay. close to each other. Yeah. I suppose, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll yeah. be sensing. Ju- off the... Juno's walking speed is slightly slower than everyone else, so I oh. imagine Wendelin's it's a bit is of a like quite slightly faster. <laughs> yeah, and mm. so she she will have the, she know she knew what the plan is. Everybody knows where everybody is going to be nearby the the lion, yeah. so she's she's going for it because she's going to try and get that mm. happening straight away. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so after the gravel experiment, Orin will start heading over to the lion bringing guy <laughs> but i'm gonna just stay a little bit away from the lion if you three are going near my my physical pull to guy will be like staying a little distance just in case mm-hmm. cool i'm also uh, the route i'm taking to the lion is not like directly going straight up in front of it it's kind of taking a sweep mm-hmm. uh kind of out to the side kind of to almost go around the back of it to try and get close to stroke the ear sure sure sure. yeah um it's kind of up on a up on a, pl- a small plinth in much the same way that the uh the dragon was in the vondels um <sighs> but yeah you kind of sort of sort of take sort of a wide circle so that you can see the back of it um as it's rearing up and yeah there's a clear sort of you can almost see exactly where you need to place your feet to climb up we're gonna just leave a rose to to handle this mm-hmm. yeah, yeah um yeah. i'm gonna go for it as stealthily and as daintily and as light as I can if I got anything that helps me. I've got a level four spell I can do but it's gonna hurt. <laughs> Think of the pain. <laughs> Think of, of the, the pain. pain. Was it a d8 every time? Yeah, it's, it's for, every, for level. every level. So that would be 4d8 if I use high level spells. <laughs> Orin remembers his other role is stopping Guy casting any magic. <laughs> Although I don't know what that means for cantrips, but I guess David will let me know when I use it. Uh, cantrip is, a, is it counts as a zero level spell, so it would be zero D8. Oh, okay, thank you. You're a really nice DM for letting me know that. <laughs> You're welcome. As a teacher, you know that naught times anything is zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I just didn't know because David's been a sadist before. <laughs> yeah, <this is> true. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I am going to uh, 
also you I'm gonna spend a key point to channel poison grace, which means I can um add my wisdom. <laughs> Don't poison yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Poise and grace. Um because <laughs> <laughs> apparently I can't say it in my own accent. Elocution, uh, darling. <laughs> Elocution. <laughs> I'm going to channel poison grace. Oh no, even then. Uh, poison <laughs> and grace, which means I can add a plus two to uh my, add my wisdom modifier basically to any ability check mm-hmm. which I'm assuming if I'm trying to be stealthy and I'm trying to delicately parkour up this lion parkour parkour parkour, parkour, parkour. Mm. Uh, yeah I'd say I'd say make a or a th- athletics or uh, acrobatics a- acrobatics or athletics whichever you like and then yeah add your add your wisdom to it as well great 26. <laughs> okay, Ooh. yeah, that's, that's pretty dainty. Uh, yeah, the rest of you don't even see, like, footprints or gravel or anything moving. It's it's the perfect climb. Uh, and you are right climb. up next to, like, <laughs> balanced, almost... Um, you almost have to climb up as if you're riding the lion a little bit. Wait. So that you can, like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So it's going to be one of them, guys. It's, 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 it's the nervous oh energy, Grace. It's nervous energy. I can't stop weighing. Yeah. She's worse than me, guys. Come on. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, um, as you sort of reach up uh, to the lion's ears, uh, first of all, which one are you reaching for? The left, David. Good. Uh, just, uh, just worth checking. Um, and what you actually notice is that the left ear... The much discussed off microphone. <laughs> which it there were bets. versus right, yeah. Some people were right, some were wrong. I was right. The left ear has a... Um, as you sort of reach up to touch it, it almost has like a slide pad Ooh. on the back of it. It's sort of, it's stony, and, but as you kind of like roll your hand down it to stroke it, like it, almost like a little um, conveyor belt sort of feels round and like a, this thing like clicks round as you stroke it. Ooh, hmm. okay. And again, just to confirm how many times you stroke it. Three times, David. Yep, yep, yep. And yeah, so this <laughs> like sort of whole little almost like hidden wheel melded into the stonework. It's Again, a truly impressive bit of craft, craftsmanship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it clicks round three times. Does anything happen? Nope. Cool. Then I very delicately dismount. Mm-hmm. And I have am... a small bump into Enkidu as you do so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or an excitedly hashtag Squinkidu. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a weird, invisible fumble climbs down in to get there down. There we go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's just become another platform for her to jump down. Sure. <laughs> um, I think I've disabled it. She whispers to Enkidu because she's next to him. Um, nothing's happened. Great. There might be some sort of trigger around. Let's have a quick look. Okay. So, uh, David, I'm. You know how I found the trigger before mm-hmm. um, that uh, in the Vondels. I'm looking for anything similar to that. Mm-hmm. Make a. It'd be an investigation check for you, David. Mm-hmm. While all of this is going on, can I just keep an eye out for any movement or any indication of anything happening anywhere in the garden? Can we assume that we're always doing that, David? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Very what specifically, is, while people are doing this. And <laughs> what is everybody's passive 
perceptions, just so that I've got a good... But this like, is very active just... perception there, David. <laughs> I would argue. Yeah. Well, rather than, like, constantly getting you to roll every... Like, yeah, sort of yeah, what yeah, is your enough. general... 14. And I'll assume 14 for Gaius. 11 for Juna. 11 for Juna. 11 for Enkidu. Uh-huh. 12 for Orin. And what's Gwendolyn's? Um, 12. Oh, as well. Yeah, I'll assume that it's, like, a heightened version of that. Uh, but that's... Roughly where you sit. Cool. Tidy. Um, yeah, as, uh, as Gwendolyn is sort of looking around, first of all, what was the result of your role there, Gwendolyn? That was 18. 18. Um, no. You're very happy to say that wh- however this thing is activated, it is of a different design to the dragon, uh, which was sort of basically almost like a cannon pointed at a door. Mm-hmm. This is, is more of, you get the impression this is more of an attack dog. Mm-hmm. Um, with an 18, I will say that you're quite happy to note that the, the lion is not attached to this plinth. Ah. It, you can see a bit of a thing that like, oh, if it were to come alive and it, it would move. It could and it would... chase you. Exactly. Great. Um, but the trigger for that to happen is not anywhere within the vicinity that you can tell. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Um, as for general, like everybody else, sort of keeping an eye on the, the, the garden, uh, there's no movement from anyone anything even sort of there's no curtain twitching um from the from the house itself amazing damn straight we're stealthy invisible okay, guys <laughs> yeah. guys will like pull at orin's uh wrist to move forward yeah we go forward nice which way are you headed are you headed for the front row are you gonna walk around the house i think the plan was to go around J- juna at this point is stood there not talking to anyone or seeing anyone so she's gonna message to guy What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> She's just been like looking around. Yeah. I'm assuming we've also Privy people who, ha- who haven't been uh, like have been looking around the immediate area to see if there's anywhere we can mm. go underground. Or yeah, is, is there any like going under at the lion? Is the other question before we move off? Um, I'll say off of the back of the eighteen. No, mm. again, this plinth is is of a different design, and this doesn't look like it is covering something. No. David, um, guy's gonna pick up like just gonna grab a bunch of grass and just pick it up. Can they see mm-hmm. a, a, a like a, a cluster of grass floating in midair? Uh, for a brief moment, yeah. What are you doing with the grass? I'm just holding it slightly out of my hand, just as a reference point for everybody. Uh, yeah, ever. I'd say until you put it into a pocket. But also, you you have message to let us know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, That's, just yeah. for position. So, um, I'll message back to Junior, just saying, um. Okay, I think the plan was to go around the perimeter. So we're just going to go like a, do one sweep and then maybe go through the front. So we've disabled the lion, yes? Yes. Yeah, we went past it and everything worked okay. So I think uh, Miss Rose did a good job. So yeah, the, the lot of you see this, this moment of like a, a bit of floating grass, which as Gaia starts leading the way, uh, slowly disappears in his hand. Okay. It's like a, it's, yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good 10 seconds of being able to see it clearly before it fades and sort of becomes part of him, his invisibility. Cool. As you edge your way around the house, um, it's a very big house. Mm. How fast are you moving? Very fast. Running. No. Yeah. Running. Well, as fast as allows to be searching for any sort of yeah. trapdoors, anything that looks like it's maybe an entrance to a cellar beneath the house, anything that looks any like, uh, yeah, pers- uh, Gwendolyn certainly trying to find anything that could take them underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any trip wires as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and also like yeah door and other doors into the house as well like back doors yeah entrances i'll say everybody make your own uh investigation checks then mm. this is part of the fun of being invisible is that it's kind of hard to help each other out in the same way mm. oh no minus ones Ooh. 21 Ooh. nice one Ooh. 11 a four 15 8 Juna's just trying hard to keep up. <laughs> she's really worried she's going to get left behind. Oh, amazing. <laughs> um, so it takes you about a minute to do a full circle of the house, a full perimeter sweep. Okay. How many minutes are we down so far? Yeah, what are we? Orange looks say, at the watch. <laughs> I'll say you're, you're a minute and 30 in. Okay. Let's say 30 seconds dealing with the line, all of that yep. stuff, all of Beautiful. those quick tests. Um, what's kind of annoying about this house is that the whole thing is slightly raised almost like like the ground floor of it is like maybe just at Juna's head height and whilst you can tell that there are them foundations that go further down it is just brickwork into the ground there are no openings there's no little steps down into like the kitchen area or cellar or anything like that round at the front there are some steps up to the main door mm-hmm. and at the back there are some steps up to another door there as well windows on every side of the house are closed and there are curtains in front of uh, across every <sighs> single window including <laughs> the back sort of glass door uh, in sort of behind the house there, the steps up to that there's a nice glass door curtains right the way across it I'll say with the 21 Gaius sort of you as you're passing uh, the back door you just check it you don't I wouldn't say like you you actively open it or anything like that but you check it and it is unlocked it's accessible um, okay. Accessible. <laughs> Accessible. Uh, but the front door, like as you get back round uh, and settle yourself, would need an attempt to unlock it. Okay. Um, I will message to uh, Gwendolyn and Enkidu and Juna very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, front door locked. Back door open. Thoughts? Um, back door. Back door. Trap, maybe. Classic Enkidu. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, every the windows are the windows we can't see through the windows. The front door is locked. The back door is conveniently open. Uh, time constraint. I'm going to text back. Uh, need a decision. Back door. Keep your eyes open. Uh, he whispers to guys. You can use. You can message back. You can reply to this message. <laughs> uh, thank you. Orin, Orin, having not been included with the messages, is just staring around, wondering what's going on. There's no time, Ben. Um, I'm gonna. <laughs> it's it's time. Time. <laughs> I'm gonna like tug El- Orin's elbow and then. Orin will. Orin's probably seen guy checking the back door, so he's already on board with team back door. Grab some more glass and start. <laughs> Team Bible. Yeah, excellent. There's a site somewhere with that on it. Anyway, um, grab some grass and like float it towards the back door. Amazing. Nice. Um, so yeah, it gets to the two minute mark when mm-hmm. you arrive, the whole group of you at the, the back door. You climb the, the, the few small steps, sort of almost lovely white marble. It's gorgeous. Um, up, to the, up to the door. Who is opening it? I'll open it. Shield out. Um, like one hand open the door with the other slowly. Mm. Orin would have stepped forward to check it for traps and then seen Enkidu opening and be like, <laughs> just <laughs> step back. <laughs> um, the handle clicks. You push it open. Interestingly, as the door opens, there is no resistance of the, you assume, quite heavy curtains behind. Mm. Uh, and that's as you sort of push it even further in, 
and sort of have a little cheeky look. Mm. First of all, you realise it's the entrance to a ballroom. Quite a large space. Ooh. Mm. But also, that there are no curtains along any of the windows <gasps> inside oh. of the house. Oh. Illusion. So this is, yeah, this is one of those glorious, over-the-top, decadent ballrooms. There is uh, gold chandeliers, uh, tables around the space. There is a very wide dance floor in the middle. Um, that's sort of open to a mezzanine space above. Uh, crystal chandeliers uh, talking like Beast down. and the Beast level stuff here exactly yeah, 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 yeah. it is oh my god Chris that's exactly what I was imagining yeah, it yeah, is yeah. stunning yeah. Um, and yeah again sort of this marble floor from outside has continued in to fill the entire space hashtag RIP Angela Lansbury no. this is for you Ange <laughs> <laughs> um, any way out of the boring that I can see is there a corridor opposite or passageways adjacent from a very quick glance across you can see that there are three doors uh two on the the wall directly ahead but down toward the left mm-hmm. uh, and another one on the wall to your right so directly in front slightly to the left and once more right basically yeah okay cool um what's on the mezzanine above me is there anything on there that I can see um you can't really see anything too clearly you catch that like the um it's almost like a walkway around the top of the ballroom. You can imagine that if people were, if this were hosting an event, that people might be sitting up there and enjoying the music, all the music might even be playing from up there. Right. Um, there are some pieces of artwork sort of decorating the, the walls up there, but there's there's no people, there's no movement. And in fact, you can't hear any movement either. So it's deadly silent. It's deadly silent. Okay, I'll do a... a if, are we all going in after that then? I assume so. I assume it would keep yeah, open the door yeah, to the, let people in. If the door in. opens, we're yeah. all sort of, cool. I imagine we're like sort of bumbling through, not yeah, quite yeah. sure who's going yep, first okay. and being as stealthy as possible. Um, or, or, or in, I would probably uh, like be like pushing my, pushing ourselves to be like the last two through the door. Would that be okay? I'm going to leave that's, the door. I think that's quite a good plan. I will not no, no. shut the door though. No, no, no not shut it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying no. like close yeah. it, but don't shut it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I'm going to just do a quick um, uh, message to... Um, everyone just saying left, front, or right. Or in first. Front. Gwen. Left. Enkidu. Uh, front. I didn't hear Grace's Vicky. answer. It looked like Grace said left. Oh, I did say left, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to retcon myself back in. I chose before. Left. Cool. I'm going to retcon myself because I called you Vicky in my accent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Should we just go back to no, you no, asking no, no, me no, as Julie? No, no, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway, okay, cool. Uh, we're generally going with like a. I, as Vicky, think right, by the way, but Juna thinks left. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, 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 I dig left, personally. Um, Are you trying to take over again, Vicky? No, of course not, Juna. I'm going to leave it all to you. <laughs> it's just like the recap show. Oh, my gosh. Go on, retcon us, Chris, before I lose my mind. Got, okay. All right, I'll just like say, okay, um, okay, I'll just be like, uh, oh shit, we gotta make decisions quick. Okay, uh, we go in left. Do Do you need to say Juna? Juna, left. Okay. Have fun editing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think basically what we really confused. Do you want me to just say which way? Let's just keep it all in. Okay. (laughs) I love, I love the panic in all of this. That's what it is. Is everyone's like ah. Okay, we're going, okay, David, we're going, we're going, I'm going to like gently poke everybody and like pinch them to the left. 
Cool, cool, cool. In like sort of, yeah, arms as wide as you can, as much as you can like scoop up invisible people. Uh, <laughs> guide, guide. Sorry, sorry. Where no, the people I'm t- actually are. When I, see, yeah, when I say that, I'm getting Auron to do that because I can't see them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can imagine that you're trying, like you catch like Gwendolyn and Enkidu and you're trying to find June. <laughs> and Auron's like, okay. She's still just... not quite caught up. <laughs> oh. Like, yeah, Guy is like over-exaggerating his face and pointing like, so Auron is getting quite a sight. Yeah. like, you know, Orin, just... will, Orin will gently nudge people in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. Nice. By which I mean the left direction. The furthest left door on the opposite uh, wall. Yeah. Um, as you kind of approach that door, lovely sort of dark stained wood, you do slightly pause as you all reach the door as you can hear music on the other side of it. Very quietly. Mm. Oh. And the door is closed, right? Mm-hmm. Is there a keyhole we can, like, look through or anything like that. Uh, yeah, I'll say there is. Yeah, I would peep through the keyhole. Make a perception check. Eleven. Eleven. It's quite hard to catch out anything. Uh, you can see a bit of a sofa. You can see a door on the opposite side, and that's about it. Mm. What kind of music am I hearing? Am I hearing a piano or anything? It's, uh, harpsichord. Harpsichord. I think June is at this point going to message to Guy. I changed my answer. Either of the other two. <laughs> um, okay, I'll message to these guys and just be like, uh, "Music bad, go front." So we're going back through the door we went through. Went no, 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 no. We haven't no, gone no, through no, a no. door. No, no, no. Just the middle door. The middle door. The middle door. The middle door. Fine. Fine. Cool. We go to the middle door. Cool. Yeah, you basically like. Come on, guys. Yeah. Do we fly through the door? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you basically. Again, with a bit of Oren's guidance. Uh, hey, Oren's doing guidance, guidance for once. Um, shimmy gets along one the wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> shimmy along the wall to the next door, uh, which again, there doesn't seem to be any sound coming from the other side of that. Mm-hmm. You, somebody is welcome to have a peek through, or you could just go through. I'll have a peek through this one quickly. Very quick peek. All right, make a perception check. Eight. Hey, you can't see anything, unfortunately. But there doesn't seem to be any people. She messages the guy, no people, not sure. Does anyone else want to go? <laughs> okay. Um, Gwendolyn, want to take this one? I will message. As in, open it? Yeah. She opens it. Oh. Um, and what you find is a corridor. It's uh, not, too, not too panicking, actually. Um, as you open the door you you get the impression and from the very small glimpse that you can this corridor leads forwards and then curves round to the right and even from your position you can kind of glimpse the vestibule i suppose of the whole house leading to the front door mm. good um as you kind of edge your way forwards uh this corridor that you're walking down you realize has a number of portraits down it mm. all of them in arcanist robes of various like historical styles as you sort of pass along David yeah are there names on them I'm suspecting I would recognise the names would I would any of us have recognised any of them I would say yeah Gaius and Kidu all the names that we've read recently on a document about who has owned the house exactly that (laughs) Gaius and Kidu and Orin as you're sort of passing through yeah as you're clocking some of these names like uh, Melina Belfont Anton Karner Hilda de Sosamel. Like, you're you're going, these are portraits of the previous owners of this house. These are previous archmagesses. Um, and in fact, as you sort of 
edge round this little corridor towards the main opening of the space, uh, Petrogranius has a portrait. Ah. What does she look like? Yeah. yeah. We've never You've seen her. You've never seen her before, have you? No. no. Yeah, so that would be handy. For the me. description would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from the way she's, whether it's the portrait or whether or not it's her, she does seem to be a, of shorter stature. Um, human woman, pale skin. She's got blonde hair that's been tied up into a strict, uh, like, braided bun. There's, again, whether or not it's the way she's sort of sat in the chair next to quite a large desk, there is something about the way that the picture feels. It's like she has the air of a pristine doll, Mm. but also, like, the glare of, uh, like, a governess Mm. who's about to tell you off. Mm. It's sort of like, yeah, I might look fairly... um, decorative, I'll say, but I could take you down if I wanted to. Like, it's like there's some confidence in it. The the fact that she's slightly of smaller stature with blonde hair, mm. she doesn't resemble Orin in any way, does she? No, Orin's not connected to every single one of... <laughs> <laughs> it did, it did cross my mind as well, Vicky, when I was yeah. like... Yeah. No, no, I was no. like, those are two very specific details that really do reference Orin, yeah. No, she's... Uh, no, she's... She Thank doesn't, you for checking. Like, like the shape of her, her nose and her lips and like her, her jawline, mm-hmm. very different. And like her eyebrows as well, very different from Orin's face. Um, yeah, I think it's it's more as you, as you inspect this picture. Like, there's like there's a small stool at the chair that makes it look like okay, her legs are <laughs> she's sort of like sat up a bit more as opposed to the others who have like these lo- wonderful long robes that are disguising how tall or short they are. Mm. Cool, thank you. Do we see a portrait of Chargelt at all? Uh, yes, yes, you do. Could you please describe them? Yeah, Chargelt uh, is Chargelt. Uh, that that that. That picture is much more faded, um, hmm. and it's uh, and Kidu's probably seen a lot more of these older style of paintings. Right, uh, they're they're slightly more stylized, slightly less realistic. Uh, but Chargel is stood with a bit of a um, a, a ruff a- around uh, her neck. She's got uh, dark brown hair, again sort of swept back a little bit, tied into a braid coming down one shoulder. Uh, olive kind of skin. Uh, and she's poor, uh, she sort of in, again. These she stood, but in these very long robes that sort of sink into the floor and almost like spread out in, into like a little pool on the carpet. Stood holding a small apple. Uh, you can imagine that might have just been the 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 portrait artist trying to inject something in there, uh, because otherwise she's just stood very still. It's a clue. <laughs> Be looking out for apples. Um, but the other thing to note, as you sort of like edge around this gallery into the wider space is that there is a very grand staircase directly opposite the entry door Mm. uh, that goes up but also goes down a big old spiral staircase and there's no there weren't any other down this corridor any other doors off this corridor so then off of this space off of um the corridor kind of almost in like a u-shape follows the the circular stairs in the middle so you come out one end of the u hit the, the, the foyer space and the corridor does continue off if you want to follow it. From this foyer space, though, uh, there are another two doors uh, leading into various rooms. And you can see more doors coming off of the, uh, the gallery corridor. Oh, my gosh. So we're now in, like, a foyer and there's the front, ro- front door, we think, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. and then a spiral staircase going up and down. Yeah. And like I say, there's, um, basically there's a door to either side of the entry door. Uh, leading into smaller rooms, you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, and then 
another one you can see down the corridor and then you assume as the corridor curves around perhaps more doors um guy will um message Oren and be like what do you think buddy down the stairs i'm guessing we were told downstairs okay i'll message then to everybody june has moved to the top step of the stairs Okay, I'll, so that I'll, they I'll message. can see that she's ready to go down. Yeah, I'll message to everyone just being like, downstairs, go. Yeah, yeah. Gwendolyn's moving to down because she's very aware of down as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah, that's what I had in mind as well, Grace. Um, yeah, down. Nice. Um, I'll say that it's sort of getting just past three minutes by the time you start okay. edging your way downstairs. Thank you. Um, having checked a couple of doors, looked at some paintings. Hmm. Uh, you head on down. The spiral goes right the way into uh, a basement space. Um, which is still well lit. There are um, sort of lamps all over the place. Orin, I will say, as you're moving through, you've mm. noticed in every single room that is a floating orb uh, above, like in the centre of every room. The only reason that you're clocking it is because it should be invisible. Oh. It's it's like a scrying... Yes. It's like yeah. a scrying orb. Having seen similar uh, with the Vondells and that, yeah, you're kind of aware that it's... That's that's a, some kind of surveillance um, system. I'm going to hold my hand up and, like, poke... Poke Guy's mouth <laughs> in, in a way that I don't know if he reads what I'm trying to do, but is me going, want to speak... <laughs> Okay, um, but I don't know if Guy interprets what I'm doing. Guy would just like move the hand away from his mouth <laughs> and tap his own ear. Okay, um, uh, and do the okay sign. Um, hey there, uh, what's the crack? And Did you say that? Loud? No, I'm okay. assuming that was a no, message. No, I messaged message, it. Right? Yeah. Message. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going messaging. Yeah. yeah. Okay. As long as anybody's talking to, to Juna and Gaius and responding to them, I'll assume it is a message <laughs> yes. until said <laughs> otherwise. Do. Okay, thank you. Orin will, Orin will reply, every room has got some sort of scrying orb in. By the way, to make this easier, if I squeeze your hand twice, can you message me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to respond to that because, yeah, got it. Um, I'll relay this to everybody else. Nice. Juna sends a thumbs up emoji back. <laughs> so she just holds her thumb up. <laughs> David, yeah. Do I think some sort of scrying orb is just detecting visible light and sound, or do I feel it has some sort of? I have two questions. Mm. Number one, would it detect magical things like spells happening? That is question the first, and question the second is, would it have some magical means of detection if, say, our ten-minute bonbon had finished? Uh, those are some great questions. You can make an arcana check. I would very much like to make an arcana mm-hmm. check. Standby caller. Thank you for my Foley sound effect. I very much appreciated it. <laughs> That's a 28. Of course it is. <laughs> I don't know why I asked. Um, you can assume that it um, is mostly sound and sight. Um and if, yeah, if a source of magic were to be cast, it would detect that. If something is already cast, it, you think you're going to be okay. If, cool. as you know, whilst you are just invisible, it won't be able to see you and it won't yeah. register that the invisible people are moving around. Yeah. I will double squeeze Guy's hand. <laughs> hey, buddy, what's up? <laughs> I message. <laughs> <laughs> so I reckon as long as we're invisible and don't make noise, 
they won't know we're here. If we start throwing magic around, um, that uh, that's gonna ping up. Okay, good to know. Guy says out loud. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I message and I relay to everyone else as we're walking down the stairs. Amazing. Yeah, I assume this is all happening while we're walking down the stairs. I was going to say, I've, just, I've, I've assumed that every message, because it takes, what, assumedly six seconds to do, that they, you've, they've always been on the go. That's, yeah, again, yeah. that's fine. That's all a given. Yeah. Like, that can have happened as soon as I've started clocking the scrying orbs and people are messing around with doors. I will have just been having a little back and forward with Guy and then... Yeah, absolutely. If that's cool. Uh, can I have message back to Gaius for Orin? Um, any ideas on the range of detection uh or he wants to know any ideas on the range of uh detection of magic yeah not magic sorry it's like it's like that whispers david game. any ideas on the range i will say with the 28 that it is aware of everything within each orb is aware of everything within its room cool like so yeah whatever camera. space it is Pass that back camera. up the message chain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so as you head down into the basement, um, the spiral staircase, and it's, they're beautifully wide, they're wonderfully kept, uh, and they stop uh, a, a not-so-glamorous flooring, just sort of y- your basic uh, sort of stonework uh, down in the basement. Um, from where you're stood, there are a number of different doors around the space. This area is kind of built around the bottom of the staircase. Um, and as you sort of do a quick scan, there's six different doors, basically all leading out in slightly different directions. Sorry, what shape was it? Just so my brain was doing, was trying to compute. Um, it's sort of, it's, they're kind of built, how to describe this? Like stairwell down in the middle. Stairwell down in the middle. And then there's basically six doors around it, like uh, three across one longer wall two sort of in an opposite corner to that and uh the last the sixth on on the furthest round wall if you follow it di- uh, clockwise i mean i've yeah cool I've done basically there's six doors in a circle six around doors the circle. In okay, circle. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. six doors in a circle works yeah yeah, yeah. All, just imagine all it like shut, that all closed all, all looking shut, the same all, closed, all looking the same uh these aren't again whilst the ones upstairs look Hang to on. be sorry six door mm. No, it doesn't look like a hexagon. Just checking. No, 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 no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, it's not. Um, there's no hex beyond it just being six. Um, yeah, no, each of these doors um, are not as beautiful as the doors upstairs. They're just more plain wooden doors into each. Uh, uh, guy's going to point his finger towards door one and then like put, give a thumbs up, middle thumb, down thumb. Uh what are we calling door one in this? <laughs> the one the furthest left. I, I just going by like how we. Yeah. The one the furthest left. Um, Orin will maneuver Guy's thumb into a thumb up because if Orin does thumbs up, Guy can't see that. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay. Guy's has got some of that grass and he's just gonna drop a few blades back door one. <laughs> and yeah, all of you. All of you see as it sort of leaves Gaius's hand, these like little puffs of grass just appearing. <laughs> um, and he and Gaius will carefully check in the door, open the door. Grace here, keeping you updated with all things no small roles related. 
Happy New Year, my courageous crumpets. We wish you all the best for the adventures this year will bring you. We hope you enjoyed our escape to the Woden Isles over the festive period with the amazing superfan Sam as a guest player. And talking of superfans, thank you to our latest addition to the superfan gang, Alice Corrigan, who joined us on the last episode of Superfan Chats. Now, if you too would like to have a chance to appear on Superfan Chats, then email us a recording, no longer than five minutes, of you telling us why you're a No Small Roles superfan. Make sure you record on the equipment you would use to record an episode and send it in MP3 format to nosmallroles at hotmail.com. Now, if the file's a bit too big to attach, we suggest using something like WeTransfer. Very useful. The next No Small Questions will be recorded on the 24th of January at 8pm GMT with Daryl and Chris ready to answer your questions. You can get your questions to us via our social media channels and our Discord chat. And if you're a patron of the show, you can join us live in the Zoom where it happens. Don't forget you can now rate us on Spotify. And if you fancy dropping us a review on iTunes or Podchaser, well, that would be a smashing way to start our 2023. That's all from me for now. Let's get you back to the action. It's um, it's very much a, a laundry room. <laughs> what is curious about this space is that there are the wall. It's quite long. Mm. It's quite thin. The wall opposite the door, as you as you peek it in, as you peek into it, is full of doors. What? Um, but then the rest of this little corridor room has got tubs of of uh, soapy water, sort of scrubbing equipment, everything you'd expect in a in a laundry room of a house this size. Uh, there are some sheets in one of the tubs that are being magically turned. Magical washing machine. Uh, further down, um, <laughs> there is uh, a whole um, series of clothes on hangers that are being like sort of passing through this little cabinet that you can very much tell are doing some kind of prestidigitation-y type thing and just like drying them out <gasps> as these sort of these sort of robes get carried through. Cool. Um, and then the longer you watch, that that, that last. As you sort of watch these these clothes go through the prestidigitation chamber, uh, they then float over to one of the doors, which opens for them, disappear inside, and it, the doors close behind it. I think having seen this room's a laundry, June has had a peek behind door number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, door number two is... This feels like a game show. <laughs> behind door number two. <laughs> it really does, yeah. Uh, it's a, a food storage room. Uh, every shelf, every uh, yeah, a little a little space, but filled floor to ceiling with food, with with grains, with bits of meat, uh, with some vegetables ready to be cut up. It's it's food storage. Mm. Gina messages to Orin. The next one is food storage. <laughs> Good to know. Seeing two doors opening, Gwendolyn's assuming that's what we're doing, so she goes to door number six. Hmm. Door number six actually opens into a corridor of doors on either side, uh, further that sort of leads in. Oh. Um, I, I'd, I'd actually say just from the way Gwendolyn's been raised, this corridor has uh, an air. Whilst your house didn't have a huge amount of servants and staff, this corridor feels like bedrooms. This feels like staff sleeping quarters. 
you almost instantly get that impression as you as you peek down. The corridor itself loops around, mm-hmm. uh, so you don't see the end of it. So we've had doors one, two, and six. <laughs> Anyone else going for any other doors? Um, I will leave decisions up to Guy a bit on this because now with people wandering around to different doors, I think Orin is just going to be watching what everyone is doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Guy is ready to. Yeah, I think yeah, Guy, will guys just open and me a door will... that's not being. Yeah, I'll, yeah, me and me and me and Orin will go back into the main central room and watch mm-hmm. Senkidu goes to the next door. And I'll shut door one behind us so it is as as it were as yeah. we left it, mm-hmm. as we found it rather. And Juno will do the same with door number two. Cool, cool. Same with number six. Uh, door number four, Enkidu will open, but he'll stay. Once it's open, he'll just stay by the door. Mm-hmm. Um, so door number four opens into the kitchen. It's a working kitchen. Uh, it is busy. Everything is moving in there. And there are no people. On the opposite side of the room, you can see an arcane bench has been conjuring ingredients that are then lifted into the air, sliced through magic. You don't know, they just suddenly separate, are thrown into a various pots and pans on the opposite side of the room. Uh, there's a big old central island in the middle where like plates are being conjured and uh, with cutlery and things ready for food at some point. One of the plates disappears. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's what it is. It's a, it's a working kitchen. I think June is then open number three, because she's right next door. Uh, door number three opens into a the other end of the, the servants' quarters corridor. Oh, oh man. <laughs> nice. Ah, so three and six are connected. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I have a... I have a ter- I have a terrible feeling. <laughs> As you yeah. all drum roll, ready. Wendelin will have opened number five. <laughs> and number five opens into another storeroom. Mm. This time filled with uh, tables, chairs, um, old vases, decorative pieces. It's sort of again another storeroom. And just to be clear, David, in number through door number six, you say it was a corridor with a door at the far end. But there were also doors on either side. So tell me if you yep. go into door six, you see three doors in front of you. Two on either side that we haven't opened yet. One which mm-hmm. at the end, which leads into uh, door three. Yeah, you can't quite see door three from it. But yeah, if you were to walk down from opening door six and door three, yeah, you can tell that those are the same corridor. Mm. But yeah, there's basically a row of doors within that corridor that you can assume lead off to servants' quarters. And Keely raises his hand, hope- hoping that... Um... Orin will pick up on the signal. Orin will stop. <laughs> what was the hand signal you did, Daryl? He, he, just, he just raised his hand. He just raised his I hand. I missed Enkidu's hand signal. <laughs> Orin will double squeeze Guy's hand. Yeah. <laughs> and not going to act this out, but eventually I connect the two together. <laughs> what are they saying? Um. So you've messaged Enkidu now so he can speak to Yes, you. I've said, what's up, buddy? Right. Okay. I fear that we have to go up to go down. Cellar is a secret. Secrets best kept in office space. I relay that to Oren. Yeah, maybe. Um, David, mm-hmm. do I think casting detect magic would trigger the seeing orbs in the rooms? Um, off of the 28, I would say that if you weren't under the... We'll say you're getting to like sort of four and a half minutes, getting close to the five minute mark, having checked all of these doors. Yeah, fair. Um, I will say that, yeah, with the 28, you know that whilst you've still got that bonbon going, you won't, magic that you cast won't be detected. Okay. Got you. But afterwards, yes, it would have been. Yes, it will be. Got you. So 
I would let's bring up my goggles of magical detection. So Orin will uh, cast goggles of magical detection. So he'll tune his goggles up to also be detecting magic. He can do this mm-hmm. in addition to see invisibility because see invisibility is lucky, not concentration. Oh, cool. <laughs> Which surprises me, but seems to be <laughs> the fact. <laughs> um, so I just want to have a quick scan around room that we're in and the doorways that are still open i know i said we shut the laundry room at least and i think mm-hmm. the food storage room got shut but i think i feel like the other doors maybe are still open at this point just to see if there's any glowing magic anywhere I'm in. um sort of yeah sort of having a scan around this central space yeah you can tell that there is of where the obvious magic is things like the the orb in this space the the kitchen going off on one, the laundry room working away. Um, the only piece of magic that sticks out to you as something that you wouldn't have expected is that where the stairs end, there is a very definite abjuration spell. As if suggesting that they carry on in some way that we can't see? Exactly that. Okay. Ah! I will message to Guy... And guy will... No, I won't. I'll double tap and then hopefully message <laughs> to Guy, assuming you message me. Go, what's up, buddy? Um, I think the stairs carry on. Uh, magically protected, but looks like they go down further. Um, Abjuration. Okay, guys will message back saying any possible trigger or handle you can see or suggest. Can I look around for some sort of... <laughs> some sort of thing of how we might be able to open up the stairwell? Yeah, you can look around. And because, and David, because he's looking around, we're looking around for the similar thing. Can I help him with that? I would say no. Oh. Uh, only because he's using detect magic to find it, um, as opposed to, like, an item. Uh, but the other thing is that even without a roll, I will say that there are no other magical things in this space. Cool. Uh, there isn't. You you can tell that there's not a uh, a specific trigger. If you were to cast, like, Identify on this space, I could probably give you more information. But without it, you just know that, like, this is an area of magic and that there is, it's stopping you from walking down. Okay, I will, while he was looking around for that, I would have relayed that to the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I cast Identify, I'd probably be able to do it. Figure it out, maybe. Might be able to. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, do it. I will cast Identify. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh... <gasps> also, not Concentration. Who knew? Brilliant. Hey, <laughs> all of these spells. Um, so yeah, as you sort of, I don't know how long Identify takes. Uh, it is instantaneous. No, nope, hey, it takes okay. a minute. No, hang on. Hold our, hold our badges one second. Am I going to take a minute to do this? Um, before you answer anything, let me just think. Okay. We could busy ourselves by like going around and like pulling things off shelves and things. For yeah, a I trigger. I think Gwendolyn, because okay. because there's she's not really been able to do anything. Mm. She's started just very carefully, starting to look down the corridor, mm-hmm. see if anything's just behind any doors, just to, even if there's any information she can find. Or mm. I think Juno will do the same. Yeah, yeah. rather yeah. than just particularly knowing that Orin's going to try something, they're just sort of trying to be useful, yeah. looking for things, doing maybe like perception checks, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And Kid is keeping his eye on the stairs. Cool. Keeping my eye on the stairs going up. On the stairs for Enkidu. Yep. So yeah, Enkidu, can you just keep a um can you make a perception check just for listening for any movement on of anyone coming down? Twelve. Twelve, alright. Yeah, uh, David just so I will have double hand squeezed guy and been like, gonna take a minute. 
Cool. Um, Gwendolyn and Juna will say that, yeah, you, you work your way down the, um, the uh, servants' quarters corridor. You slowly peek in at a couple of rooms. You're, like, every time you're quite happy that there's nobody moving or nothing moving inside. Every single one of them is kind of made up in the same way. There is a, a single bed that's been very well made, an empty chest. And whilst there's not any dust anywhere, you get the very definite impression that these have not been used in any way. Mm-hmm. They're not in use. There's not people living here. There's, but they're just prepared mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to be kept just in case. And yeah, every single room basically matches up that same description. So then you pop out the other end of the corridor. Cool. So, Orin, with your identify spell, as you sort of sit and concentrate on it, yeah. uh, for, I almost imagine that you sort of like perch yourself on the bottom step just to have as close a look as possible. Yeah. Um, Pulling out the pearl, which I whack in my goggles. Mm-hmm. The goggles now doing three things at once. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting quite warm on your yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Orange silently thinks, mm, need to work on a better cooling solution when I'm overworking these things. <laughs> yeah. Um, the charm that has been placed on this, it, it's clearly a floor that does move. It does open, but it requires basically a key, which in your sort of identify scribbles comes up as like amulet for access, question mark. Mm. Mm. Uh, but there are that's the only way for it to to be opened is to be basically have the magical key for it double squeeze guy's hand hey buddy what's up <laughs> we need some sort of magical key amulet maybe probably somewhere in the house possibly back where that music was maybe there's guards in there we take them out take the key maybe although i just don't know if we're gonna find guards it feels like the sort of house where there are no people there are just dancing broomsticks I relay this to the team for possible suggestions. Um, Amulet sounds personal. Probably Grinius's keeps on a person or in safe space. Anything from Juna or Gwen? Uh, Gwendolyn agrees that, uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like there are any people in this and um, that hopefully there's an amulet somewhere in the house. Uh, potentially her bedroom. That is exactly what Juna thinks, yeah. Um, cool. Do we want to... Uh, I realise we're wasting time here just sort of talking. Um, Oren, it's going to turn to Oren and go like, uh, uh, message and say, do you think that we should split up and just go and search, search some rooms and things or do we need to all stay together? Uh, we need to be quick. Uh, I worry if we split, we're not going to find each other again. <laughs> if we know... Yeah. To... Oh, no, sorry. There's a chain. Um, I'm going to send a message to Gwen. Hey, Gwen. <laughs> Any suggestions? If we just, as long as we agree to, this is where we need to be back, then we meet back here. Back to Oren. Relay. What do you think? Okay. Group of three, group of two. Group of three, group of two. Okay, let's do this. Uh, um, yeah, makes sense for Juna to be in the other party. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Juna and Kidu and Gwen will go off. We all rendezvous back, back back here. Maximum two minutes. Okay. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Um. Okay. Let's go. Uh, shall we take the ground floor? They take the top floor. We're gonna take the top uh ground floor. <laughs> We're gonna take the ground floor. You guys oh take gosh. the top floor. Go. <laughs> so. I imagine that stressful. as yeah as oh as Junior and Kidu and Gwendolyn have already started running up the stairs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Oren and guys are having this like no no okay yeah yeah. We still catch it. And and yeah, exactly. Juna's 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 sort of a bit sonar and a bit like, when where are you? And Kidu, where are you? Um, She's a bit I'll, like, I'll be 
panicky yeah, that yeah. she can't I'll see. I'll be casting like, like gently for uh, Miss Setborn, trying to find if I can like touch, hold onto her as we move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Gwendolyn will uh, just describe where she is each time Juna asks. So kind of like, and but it's not, this, uh, yeah, she's because Gwendolyn can go like, yeah. so much faster than everyone else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She is mm, using yeah. her speed to, yeah, 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 yeah. and agility. And Juna, Juna's saying to like Enkidu, if you need to move faster, I'll keep checking in with you. Don't feel like you have to be with me. I think Juna very much is sort of trying to portray to them that she's more the communication and they're much more useful in this actual situation. Uh, Cool. So the three of you are running to the first floor. Is that right? Uh, I think we're going up upstairs, like the top floor. Up upstairs. Exactly. Yeah. Bedroom. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's only sort of ground floor, first floor and basement in this house. um, And then whatever's beneath the basement. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, so you rush uh, upstairs. And the circle space, first of all, the, the circular stairs open out into that top area of the mezzanine mm-hmm. uh, above the ball, uh, ballroom. Um, there are a huge number of doors. Oh. Uh, as you sort of do a quick scan across, I say a huge number, there's actually not that many, it's four. Thank you. Uh, but as you. <laughs> <laughs> so less than the last room. <laughs> How big is this house? <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm looking at the whole map, but like actually, no, in this place, it's just four. Uh, oh no, I tell a lie, it's five. Um, one directly above the back door. Uh, one to the. So we're 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 aiming for the like the the top floor of the house, yeah. So yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah you basically got into the top of the stairs, and, and then, then you can up... see one, two, three, four, five doors coming off of this more central space. So this yeah. isn't the ground floor. This is the top floor. Exactly. Uh, sorry, apologies. I just couldn't quite figure out where I was. So there's four doors. Mm, uh, five, five doors. doors. Five doors. Five doors. I miscounted. Sorry. I'm trying yeah, to so one... maps every time. <laughs> I know. Juna messages them both saying, shall we take one each and then see what's in them and take the other two? Yeah. yeah. David, did you say one door was above another one? No. So one door is uh, you, roughly above the en- the back door that you came into the ballroom. I got you. As in, like, yeah, I got you. I got you. So it's kind of above that door. Um, the door to the right uh, kind of leads off... Uh, to write sort of then the the space curves round to another three doors on various walls. Um, David, having grown up in uh, and having visited many, uh, well, the odd stately home, say the mm-hmm. uh, DeBarge's stately home and all that sort of thing, she's got a vibe for where the master mm. bedroom might be. Um, can can I do like an intuition? I don't know. But like, yeah, just... no, I will allow that okay. actually. I'll say... Um... Make it a history check because it's kind of like learning, yeah, like the architecture of these old places, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is twenty-four natural nice. twenty plus four. Oh, nice. So yeah, again, the the number of stately homes that you've been to, um, you decide that uh, the furthest door opposite, sort of above the thing, that's probably not the entrance. Why would you want an entrance directly off of a mezzanine where people are having a party? Mm-hmm. Stupid idea. Stupid idea. Um, the other two doors that are then closest to this mezzanine ballroom space, clearly the guest suite, because your guests are going to be coming out, going to the party. Yeah, oh yeah. There's a, another one further down that you're not too sure about, but one of the, the last door that you're le- then left with, you think, right, okay, if this were you, this is where you'd want your room to be. Cool. Hmm. She heads there. Um, the next time Juna messages her, she's saying far end. Hmm. Nice. Letting Juna will know where she is. So... As you approach the door, it's a very nice door. It's very definitely locked. I get out my <laughs> uh, pick, my tools. What are they called? I get out my thieves' tools. 
I pick the door. Cool. Make a thieves' tools oh. check, please. Oh, proper old school D and D. This. Yeah. While she's doing this, the door. You said there's a door above the door we came in. Does that mm-hmm. mean it's like leading to a space that doesn't exist on the outside no, of the house? No, sort of uh, is inside the house, but just like its rough position. Okay. Cool, you can cool, imagine cool. if you were to walk over to that door to then go through it, it would it'd roughly yeah. be at the back wall there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'd overlook the, the house. house yeah. uh, can you remind me how I do my um, proficiency? work that out oh proficiency bonus plus three yeah and dexterity right and i'm also going to spend a key point to use poison grace again so amazing uh that is a poor grace <laughs> <laughs> having a bad night so much poison also juna would like to give her guidance but i can roll to see if she can find her to give her the oh. guidance as she said what door she's going to <laughs> but i'm happy to like do it at disadvantage or something i will say yeah because she's told you which door she's going to you walk over to the door and bump into her. That's absolutely fine. I'll allow that. <laughs> Guidance. <laughs> Guidance. So that's an extra D4. D4, yeah. God, I'm making so much noise. Enjoy this, listeners. <laughs> Unlike my silent dice. That's Grace, not Gwendolyn, by the way. That's a 16 total. Okay. Okay. Um, you, yep, you feel it sort of click, but it doesn't unlock. Uh, add, you added You're your quite dex, happy that you, you haven't triggered anything. Oh, I didn't anything. add to my dex, no. I just oh, added and my proficiency bonus. Yeah. Proficiency and, and, and your deck. And my deck. If you're, if you're proficient in it, yeah. Yeah, I am. Uh, so that's uh, that makes it a 19. It still doesn't succeed, unfortunately. <laughs> but it's much closer. And like, especially with the 19, yeah, I'll, I will say that as you're trying it, you're very happy that you haven't triggered anything. You've been very careful, yeah. but it hasn't unlocked mm-hmm. the door. Can I hear that something clicked, right? Yeah, and I can imagine Juna is kind oh, of Oh, Juna's relayed that that's where that's where Gwen's going. Um, yeah. Can I like gently like touch my way to kind of like see if I is, if there's a keyhole I can see? Mm-hmm. Yep, you can sort of peer through. Yeah, um, it it's quite dark on the inside. Um, <laughs> I like to imagine you bump into a lockpick. But... <laughs> <laughs> my invisible yeah. lockpick. When they bump into each other, Juna this time does an invisible invisible hashtag Gwen do. <laughs> <laughs> Orin senses it from Bullet. <laughs> yeah, she messages it to them. What's behind the door? <laughs> yeah. There's uh you can't really see much. It's quite dark inside. It's clearly a room with no windows, is what you can tell. Um just in the way it's positioned in the house. Mm-hmm. Um but it there's no movement in there either. I will say you're happy with. Uh, okay. Um whilst he's doing this, June is gonna just try and see which other doors do unlock. Cause if the rest of them unlock, this is suspicious. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Daryl. No, keep no, going. no. It's like I was thinking, um spent a month planning to infiltrate the Mervi Palace, Elkron Palace. hmm Is there anything in that experience that tells me in terms of intuition about this is the room I'm looking for? Um yeah, the fact that uh, Gwendolyn's been drawn to it yeah. and is trying it, it is locked. Mm-hmm. You do have a, like, watch as Juna then starts opening other doors. Yeah. Like, just subtly to have a quick check. Sure. Th- this one doesn't budge. Yeah, again, it's it's location, it's placing. This is private suite. This is personal rooms beyond. How much of the room can I actually see? This is crucial. <laughs> Make a perception check. <sighs> oh. Yeah, he's going to do it. It's an 11. It's an 11. It's an 11. Oh. Balls the you walls, bro. See, Let's do this. Come you on. You can uh, see it's a very I small room. You can no. see the shape, just like the edge of maybe a chair, like a more like a sofa armchair type thing. 
I'm going to try and misty step to the chair. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> and it works. Oh! Uh, I 100% allow that. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Uh, you misty step in and you almost like land into it. Yeah. Noise. Um, <gasps> it's a very small room. There is uh, two doors. One that you know that the others are behind. Yes. Um, and another one opposite. There are some stairs down to the left of uh, where you've sat. And you get the impression this is some kind of reading room. Yeah. Uh, there's like a, a small, almost like coffee table. Like this is this is personal relaxing space. Mm-hmm. Um, anything on the walls, uh, anything on the books, anything that indicates to me like what this person reads, like is uh, anything that tells me for definite that this is like Petra's room. Mm, uh, there's... Um, the walls themselves are just sort of like velvet wallpaper, mm-hmm. uh, sort of like a dark red. There is a report on the coffee table. I will look at the report. <laughs> Has it been heavily redacted? Is the blue pen for it? <laughs> it's essentially in the process of being redacted. Um, what you do, giving a very quick skim, is that it is uh, a report of an arcane incident. Um <laughs> Assumedly. Um, however, it does concern uh, a disturbance in a small town across the border of Dravain, uh, a town called Paladosa. Oh, no. <laughs> it's very, like, it's, it, it, nobody's quite sure what occurred there. Lots of plant overgrowth. Um, oh unfo- like, a fair amount of death, unfortunately, but nobody's quite sure what the cause of it is. Oh, my. Uh, and that's in the process of being redacted. four episodes long, if you were to sort of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you were to sit and read it, you'd yeah. probably need, yeah, a good a good six hours. Um, yeah. And a couple of guests, maybe. Yeah, a couple of guests. Probably a few extra people, yeah. <laughs> Anything else on the desk, like anything, like keys, uh, precious, <laughs> precious jewels? No, there's, um, there's a small ink pot and a, a quill, but there's not a... You can you can see that it's being used to... to not doctor the report, but to highlight things that needed to be uh, redacted and so forth. Interesting. Um, I'll try the door that Gwendolyn is on gently to mm-hmm. see if I can just... If it's one of those doors where it locks on only on one side. It unlocks from the inside as you uh, It's a Yale it. lock. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Yale, yeah. All oh, right. Um, yeah, so you open the door quite easily. Brilliant. For the others to come in. Um. <laughs> <laughs> which Gwendolyn <laughs> for those on the outside you've seen this small like shimmer of smoke just sort of like waft up as Enkidu has, has teleported himself in um, you've got oh that's a bit odd and then the door is opened <laughs> to nobody <laughs> right Enkidu you okay hon <laughs> fine Miss Epthorn the door is open come inside well done thank you do we need to tell the others that this is happening it's a good idea I think June is going to try and message Oren, but mm. I don't know how close they are. Or where in the house they are. Or where in the house they are, mm. yeah. It, uh, it takes a fair time of you sort of pinging around, but there's no response. Cool. We're dead. Um, Gwendolyn has not heard any of that because it was all in messages. So she's gone mm-hmm. straight in and is looking in any places that she would hide something precious. Mm-hmm. Um. This room is actually fairly bare of things. Like I say, there's stairs down okay. and there is another door leading into further rooms. This room itself is very small in comparison to a lot of the other spaces that you've already been in the house. She'll try the, um, the other door. And the other door is not locked. Um, and you open it up and it leads into a dressing room filled with, uh, sort of, again, there's like a small island of um, 
uh, jewelry in the center sort of displayed. Uh, there are wardrobes around the edge and drawers and things, um, but it's very much a space for dressing. What materials June, are the jewels? Juno wants to look for, like, there, <laughs> what was that? Sorry, what was what that, What materials are the jewels? There are, there are a number of different uh, jewels. There are some some very obvious diamonds. Mm -hmm. There are some more amethysty type uh -huh. things that catch Juno's eyes sure. as she's rushing through. Oh, Is yeah, there anything in particular that you're looking for? Uh, some gems and diamonds. And, uh, pass without a trace of sun, so I'll try and swipe one. <laughs> swipe a couple. <laughs> yeah, feel free to. Um... Yeah, grab yourself a couple of necklaces, some uh, some earrings, some little baubles, some bangles. Um, Juno would like to, whatever the check is that I need to make, to see if there's any, like, you know, like a, a book that comes out of a, a like a false book, like a, a secret safe is what she's mm. looking for. That's like hidden behind something or in something. Um, yeah, as you have a very quick look, um, I won't make you make an investigation check. There's basically, there's not that in the room. There's not a secret safe, but you do realize as you open one of the wardrobes to try to find one, uh, you see the laundry room beyond as clothes are delivered back into the uh, the wardrobe. Uh. So if you go oh. through the wardrobe, you go into the laundry room. Mm. Yes. It's a whole oh. little load of homeward doors. Genius. Mm. Yeah. No. So Juna communicates that to both Gwen and Enkidu. This wardrobe leads back to the laundry room. Saves us some time. Yes. A lot of time, I believe. Uh, like Gwendolyn has been searching through drawers throughout this whole time looking for this amulet that um, Orin had it's described. About. Yeah, the key. Um, yep, again, apart from the sort of this jewellery stand in the middle, there's no... Um, there aren't... It, it, interestingly, nothing in here seems very hidden. Okay. Um, whilst all of the clothing seems very nice and very well made and, and fairly expensive... Uh, the more you search, the the less you're convinced that something's trying to be hidden. Here. As as soon as that, like, she's not fannying about. So as soon as like it's giving that impression, she's on to see what's down the stairs. Yeah, and Kido would have been yeah. going down the stairs yeah, yeah, after yeah, yeah, he yeah, had his little theft. Yeah. After his little bit mm -hmm. of theft. <laughs> searchy, searchy, thefty, thefty. Um, and yeah, the stairs down lead into an office space. Here we go, a little office, and there is an empty desk and all of the shelves are empty and there are chairs but there are nothing else there's nothing it's just furniture there are no documents but there's no decoration it's just empty shelves and an empty desk i want to check this room for the same shit as i just wanted to check in the other room uh, before you do that i'm going to jump over to orin and gaius yep. okay cool oh god orin and gaius ground floor you've arrived back in the foyer uh Double squeeze to guy. Yep, what's up, buddy? Do you want to split it up? Um, we'll stick together. I would prefer to stick together because you know okay. where things are, people are. Um, That's a fair yeah. point. Okay, you, which you lead, you lead the way. I will, I will follow your lead, buddy. Okay, I'm gonna head to the corridor we saw snaking off the foyer that had a door that we could see. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, and as you sort of follow that round, it's almost like the second half of the gallery corridor there's more paintings even more uh down this way and there is we'll say one ahead yeah and then if you were to follow the corridor around to the end there's another door there let's try the one that's near uh you open it it's not locked and for the second time in two days orin's knees go weak at the sight of a full library of books <laughs> and this space is very large uh every wall is floor to ceiling filled with books 
There, in the center of the room, there is a single desk with a chair in it. Um, there is a little, uh, one of those little, like, uh, ladders that, whilst it doesn't ugh, look like it's to climb up the bookshelves, it leads up to, uh, like, an iron walkway uh, on the floor above ugh. you. <laughs> uh, you can see ugh. that there are a few doors upstairs uh, leading into this space, but you're just overwhelmed with this sort of double-floor uh, panorama I want of, of literature. I in the great wide somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is the second... Um, oh, that's a beautiful <laughs> thing. Beauty and the Beast reference. Like, you, the ballroom felt like Beauty and the Beast, so does this library. It's glorious. Just to double-check, from the doorway, can I see there isn't, like, an open book on that desk or anything? Uh, no. No, there's nothing on the desk. Orin very reluctantly shuts the desk door and walks out of that room. Wow, oh. character development, guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow, growth. That's what I call that. Wow. While, while simultaneously plotting in his head how to steal a whole load of bonbons so he can come back in. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and l- let's head to door two in the corridor. Yeah, Guy will open that one. Nice. Uh, guys, as you peer on in, um, using your own internal navigation... Uh, this room, as you sort of peek in the door, has got two doors, one to its left, one to its right, and then windows looking out to the back garden. Uh, you imagine that the door to the right leads to the ballroom. Ah. Like, just in, like, spatial awareness. You're like, okay, that door is going to lead us back into the ballroom. This was the the door in the ballroom that you didn't check. Cool. The room itself is... Is this where there's just a check? So is this the end of the corridor, essentially, this second door? Or does the yes. corridor carry on? Yeah. So this door yeah, is sort yeah, of yeah. taking us into the room next to the ballroom. Exactly. Um, this is very much a kind of conference meeting space. There is one long table in the middle of it, table and chairs around the edge. The walls, uh, there are a couple of paintings of uh, nature, different sort of uh, displays of, of natural habitats. And that's it in this space. Um, as you kind of spend a brief moment, you know, you do realize that the paintings are moving slightly as like a bird flies across the sky of one or like, you know, a, a little oh. squirrel climbs up a tree. But yeah. there is nothing beyond these these paintings and, and just a table and desks. Okay. It's a meeting space. Um, guys, we'll go and check the other... Oh, wait, wait. We, we've come into a room from the East Gallery mm-hmm. and then uh, there's a door on our left. We think that goes back to the ball room. Mm-hmm. The door on our right door goes right. to that... Com- right to door on the right goes to the ballroom door on the left goes to the conference room yeah uh no so you don't know what's through the door to the left like the conference room has this other door guy opens the door to the left then Owen comes with and you find uh, an office space with a desk shelves but nothing on it timing nothing wise on... is there anyone else in this room david um i'll say you two if you are following in and closing the door that you get here just before you hear some footsteps coming down the stairs. <laughs> Which then, Orin, you settle yourself quite calmly because it's just the rest of your party. Oh, I will double squeeze the guy. The rest of them are here. Um, the other three. Um, okay, guy will then message in the general direction of Juno. Hey, Juno, we're here. We came through this other door. It's lovely to see you. If we head up these stairs and through the wardrobe, we're back in the laundry room. Nice. We haven't found a key. Have you found a key? We haven't found anything yet. Just uh just a library. Uh and You're still it. with Orin, yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Orin's here, you know, growth. <laughs> that's what we're talking that's what we're calling it here. Um but uh yeah, yeah, we haven't found anything else. Um have you guys seen anything of value? Because we're coming up on that, that one minute mark, I'm sure I'm assuming. <sighs> 
Yeah, you're around the six minutes, oh, 30 seconds God. at this point. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Gwendolyn's just waving her hands around in the hope of trying to find somebody that she can touch to get a message. Aaron double squeezes, guy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and Gwen wants to talk. <laughs> Guys will high five Gwen and then do the message. <laughs> um, is it worth trying to message down to Pellegree? It Well, to try messaging below uh, the stairs at the bottom and also checking all the other doors in the laundry room because they seem to take to us to all sorts of places. Ah, uh, yeah, it's a good idea. Um, because otherwise we've run out of options and we'll have to go with the, with, with the music door, right? Possibly. Okay. Gwendolyn starts moving back to where they found the laundry door so that she can start looking through the other doors near the laundry door. And Kitty's yeah. checking the desk because sure. this yeah. is like the the bigger room at the bottom of the stairs, right? Yeah. And that was empty. Yeah. Can I see if there's any disturbance, like it's been swept by something? Uh, no. Uh, it hasn't been swept. As you, do you sit in the chair? Are you just sort of examining the space? I'm examining the space. Um, I'm examining <laughs> the, the chair that you said. Do you sit in the chair? <laughs> well, like more, more like how how exactly are you checking? Are, are like yeah? Are you like sitting in and checking, or are you just being cautious and like kneeling and checking drawers? And um, kneeling, checking drawers. I'm. I think I will sit in the chair and view the desk as if like trying to gain the perspective of the last person who probably sat here and see. Mm-hmm. If anything's been removed, mm. or if, if I can tell that like there's something not normal about this empty desk, as you uh, sort of yeah are examining it, you do realize that from the position of the chair, uh, there is not so much handprints, but there are some small arcane markings just on the edge of the of the desk. Oh, um, they look very complicated. It looks like some kind of uh, interaction with them is needed in a specific order. You can imagine it's got that air of like, mm-hmm. this is almost like passcoded. Yeah. Uh, but beyond that, there's no other indication that there is anything, like that there ever were any documents here. None of the drawers have got anything in. I've raised my hand. Open Orion, we'll see. <laughs> Double squeeze guy's hand. <laughs> I will, I will, yeah. I will be the middleman. Uh, just a side note: while this is happening, my detect magic is still up. Is, is yeah. there anything magical in the room? P.S. Oh yes, yes there is. Uh, the desk is magical. Um, so are all of the documents in the room. Oh. <laughs> the documents. They. Yep, all of the documents. Every shelf, uh, Orin. You can't see what they are but every shelf is full the desk is full of of stuff uh they're but just because it's magical because you can see invisible are they spell scrolls because of because of the uh the detect magic not the invisibility okay they're not they're not invisible they're not there mm-hmm. yeah um, they need to be brought back into the conjured room. exactly i will also as i'm squeezing hands to tell him to message and key be like p.s this room is nearly full of documents, but they're just not quite here for some reason. Um, there's got to be a way of bringing them back into existence. Anyway, uh, Enkidu wants to talk to you. <laughs> and I will relay that to Enkidu. Yeah, sure. Um, I need... Orin needs to sit where I'm sitting and look at these symbols that I can see. Okay, guys will just drag him and plonk him on the chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being efficient. Orin will look at the cool magical symbols. 
Nice. Uh, yeah, there's a series of cool magical symbols. Even without an arcana check again, yet you can tell that they are some kind of, oh, if, yeah, detect magic. If I activate these, it will conjure the rest. Uh, but you don't know necessarily how to do that. Is there any familiarity about the symbols at all? Uh, how many symbols are there? What do they look like? Um, oh, I'd say there's, there's probably about 10 in a row. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not familiar. You don't, yeah, there's nothing that's pinging out. The detect magic is giving you conjuration across them, but it's almost like parts of a conjuration spell. And and if you were not to input that formula correctly, it wouldn't give the desired effect. Mm. So it's it's like it's like a passcode on a safe. You've got to yeah. probably tap in one, two, three, four, or whatever. And yeah. Zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and then everything happens for you. Everything happens. Um, and I got no idea what the order is going to be. There's just no indication no. in I'm looking at it. I will double squeeze guy, message into his head, right? We need some sort of passcode to access this. Um, any pe- Anyway, Petra walks into the room. Oh! oh <laughs> She... I'm going to immediately cast Detect Thoughts. Oh. <laughs> at, at surface level, at surface level, so she doesn't know her thought, like just the surface level thoughts. Okay. Oh. Let's not get to, let's not get our knickers in a twist. Um, oh. David, just to check she's visible, like... She is visible, she's she come just... down the stairs is she looking from the reading right room. right at any of us? Nope. Okay. She comes down the stairs, um, just to... Do any of you move? Heck no. Um, no. My sphincter moves by <laughs> shrinking into oblivion. Like, I'm currently at the desk, aren't I? I've just been chopped into yep. the seat. Oh, my lord. Yep. Yeah, where are you all stood within this space? I'm next to the chair. I said I'd gone back to look at the laundry room. Oh, That's true. Yeah. That is true. What I will say is that, yeah, Gwendolyn, you get the sight of Petra leaving... Had you gone, sorry, had you gone like up to the wardrobe? I was going wardrobes? up and I was going towards, yeah, where that wardrobe went to the laundry. Yeah. So in which case you get the sight of her coming out of a bedroom into this walk-in wardrobe, this dressing room, and like moving through it as you're sort of checking each of the, the wardrobe, uh, wardrobes. And basically every wardrobe leads out to a different door mm-hmm. in the laundry room. Um, so yeah, as I can imagine, you're, sort of like, you're, you're pulling yourself back through one. You sort of freeze for a moment as the door, the other door opens, and Petra walks through, goes straight down the stairs. Yeah, I will have just like been musical statue frozen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and the rest of you then downstairs. Where are you? I think I'm close to the chair. Close to the chair. I think June is by the stairs. June has been thinking of of because June's been not party to any of this, mm-hmm. and she's been plotting. She was about to do something completely different. So I think she's by the stairs. <laughs> standing there <laughs> yep, coming so, up okay. with her own plan but I think the second she sees that it's sur- she wants her surface level thoughts please uh-huh. uh huh Gaius just to check where are you standing uh, I am next to the desk because I dragged him along and I'm holding on to Orin and <laughs> so I'm like, Orin... like a vice like grip right now <laughs> Orin, Gaius and Enkidu stood at the desk basically around the chair yes uh, David yeah the moment I see Petra yeah I would like to study her robes as close as I can based on what 
we have seen about arcane <gasps> robes. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any element of this robe that feels costume-like, not quite 100% mm. accurate to what we've seen about arcane robes? Yeah. Slightly mm. ill-fitting, not quite the right length. Yeah. Um, like extra patches no. have been sewed on. I will say, uh, no. This feels very much like the clothes you saw in the laundry. This feels like her wardrobe. This feels like her clothes. Um, they are, there is something, uh, these are sort of like a, a dark blue she's wearing, uh, almost like pinned at the waist, opening out. She's got, uh, tr- um, uh, trousers on underneath that are again quite form-fitting to her legs uh, but this coat sort of yeah comes in pinched at the waist and then like with quite a large sweep of a tail behind it the um there's almost a bit of fur just lining the the collar that sort of dissolves into gold bands uh, along the seams and it looks so incredibly well made and form-fitted it looks and feels like her clothing shit Juna Mm-hmm. As she's coming down the stairs, you panic, you shove yourself back in the, to the corner to give her lots of space to pass. And as you listen to her thoughts, the only thing she is thinking is, okay, there's nobody in here. Okay, there's got to be someone somewhere. <sighs> the, the sitting room, maybe? Okay, uh, I'll check there next. Do your best, Petra. Do your best, Petra. And she walks across the room. Do your best, Petra. Of, sorry, sorry, sorry. Out of the office. Like, as in... Through the conference room. Yes. Leaving doors open as she goes to try to act in a much more dominating way. Yeah. <laughs> out into the ballroom. <laughs> it's the fucking face this fucking... Yeah, it is. This is what they were thinking when at the clothes shop. We're like, yeah, I'm oh, just yeah. looking Does nonchalantly. Sound... Just nonchalantly. <sighs> they're used to people having read their minds. Does the faceless footman have a different voice when they're thinking inside the head and does it sound the same? Yes. Um, no, I'd say with um, Juno having, yeah, having listened in both times, it's the voice of the body. Yeah. So... Uh, it, it has been a different voice, but... You're very satisfied that this is not Petra. <laughs> yeah. having, seen, having seen the portrait good of her, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, so June is like gonna message. It's the face of it's the face of someone. It's the face of someone. It's the face of. And by the by the last person, it's like. Yeah. You could just make out yeah, yeah. faceless footman. Uh, can you reply it's to? Very panicked. Can you reply to um, Juna? Don't shut the doors. It'll give us away. Okay, I won't. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you all following? What are you doing? Are you leaving them be? Without thinking, uh, and yeah, it's gonna drop concentration. I think Jula is gonna cast Polymorph on the faceless footmoon, please. Okay. To turn them into a slug. Oh. Okay, so you <laughs> chase them out of through through the office, get to the door of the console room. She takes a few steps out into the ballroom. The first thing you notice is that wherever she walks in the ballroom, the floor glitters. Wow! In just a like, this is a nice glittery ballroom type of a thing. But you rush over, slap your hand on her back, 
and cast Polymorph. No, I'm not going to slap my hand on on her back. I am going to use a sorcery point to cast it distance, please. Oh, even better. <laughs> it might be two sorcery points. I'll work it out in a minute. Uh, but I'm not going to touch the faceless footman. Uh, but I would like to just burn through my magic and cool. yeah, Absolutely. attempt to, to just be able to, to yeah. When they're a slug, I'll pick them up. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. What save does she have to make? I really, really, really want her to fail. <laughs> Wisdom saving throw, please. Wisdom saving throw. Okay, okay. Uh, she got a 16. Oh, no. My spell save DC is 16. What does that mean? <sighs> Meets it, beats it. Meets it, beats it. it, beats it. Oh. oh, God. Okay, okay. Um, oh. Will she will she know that her spell's been? Um, but what, Juno? As you sort of rush out and you're stood in the doorway and you're watching her cross the ballroom, as you cast this spell and you concentrate, you're like slug, slug, slug. There is a sm- the smallest of reactions from her. Yeah. In that she like sort of stops a little bit as you're walking, as the spell does not take effect. But what you do notice is that there is a small ripple across the back of her robe, and she does pause glance over her shoulder back toward the door and then trying to look as calm as possible but definitely more hurried crosses the ballroom toward the music room I, I mean I'm gonna obviously is, is has anyone else followed? I can't tell what you've done because <laughs> you're invisible <laughs> I have no no but can you this. like you can see Petra in inverted commas can I, from where we are can how we see how close her? am I to other people is my question Oh, you're probably about, yeah, 10, 15 feet from them. Not far at all. So I think Juna then is like, uh, tried to turn them into a slug, failed, irked them, following them. One, two, three, four, five. Guy will message back saying, uh, the faceless footman might be trying to um, employ uh, people who are already guarding here to come and find us. Maybe we don't want that. Do it again. And then... (gasps) Yeah. Juna does it again. <laughs> no. Okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, just as she's reaching the door on the other side, uh, she's basically got a hand on the handle as you cast this second set of polymorph spells. That was a 15. But it fails. But it fails. No. So again, there is another small ripple on her robe. And then as her hand turns the handle of the music room, <laughs> the door swings slightly and she just drops into the form of a slug on the floor. <gasps> Juno is going to collect that slug up and just hold it. Amazing. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, you rush over, you pick the slug up. And, and she's going to message saying to Gaius first. <laughs> Yeah, we've we've got them. I mean, it doesn't make any difference, does it? I mean, this is me talking to what we're trying to do, but we just don't need them. We we just don't need them <laughs> faffing around as well. What I'll say is that as you're sort of stood at the music room door, as it sort of swings open slightly, you hear more of the music inside, and that's lovely. Uh, lounging on one of the chairs is an arcanist uh, with a plate of food clearly having just ordered it and they look up toward the door that's opened itself oh, no. sort of slowly swung open frown slightly this arcanist 
Juno, you very rec- much recognize as being one of the three that's caught Pellegrin in the first oh, place. No. Uh, shaved head, olive skin, half elf, mm. angular jaw. And they kind of sit up a little bit more, frown. But the next thing, Gina, that you clock is that around their neck is a very prominent blue amulet. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. And that's where we're going to end the episode. <laughs> oh, knew it. I knew it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. We're going to have to take them out. <laughs> You have been listening to David Knight as your Dungeon Master Ben Galpin as Orin Chris Watts as Gaius Daryl Bailey as Enkidu Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn and Vicky Gaskin as Juna Original music by David Knight Please tell your friends, subscribe and follow us on all social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.